0: Hello and welcome to Walking the Earth Podcast, the show about the backpacking experience. As always, you can find us at WTEPodcast.com. I'm Mike Margulies, and today I'm in Hoi An, Vietnam, and I'm here with uh, Justin Pearson. What's up, Justin? Hey, how you doing? And Justin um, does a travel blog and is also kind of on uh, an open-ended backpacking trip of sorts right now. Um, I guess starting in Vietnam, you've been here for already... Three months. Almost three months. Yeah. yeah. And doing the classic kind of, you know, buy a motorbike and make your way through the country. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Starting in Saigon, buying a motorbike, heading up north.
1: Plenty of people have it, done it. They saw Top Gear and everyone went nuts. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good fun though.
0: That's something I had um, considered doing. I, I might still do it for some part of this trip. like. Yeah, you should, man. Definitely. Yeah. I still got some ways to go before I get all the way north to, uh, I guess the ultimate destination is Hanoi. Yeah. Um, but, you should definitely uh, buy one in Hanoi and at least travel around Sapa. Yeah, actually, I'd heard that was a good thing. So that's like the north kind of mountain areas. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, how much do you, uh, does it cost to get a bike? Uh, um, right
1: well, you can, I mean, the most common place to buy a bike is either in Saigon or Hanoi because these motorbikes, they're traveling back and right. forth. Right, so people do, this is a common thing. Like, it's uh, a common thing. So any, like, yeah. you buy a bike, you don't know how long it's, how old it is or, or how many times it's gone back and forth Right. Hanoi. But it, it could be 10, could be 20 times, but somehow they always make it uh, right. without <laughs> some, with some small troubles along the way. But for a tourist, you're looking at anywhere between 250 and uh, 300 um you're getting ripped off if you're paying uh, three fifty. Right. Maybe even three. Either way, you're getting re- you, you're going to get <laughs> ripped off. <laughs>
0: but the idea is, like, on the other side, you end up selling it you can for resell about the same it back, amount. Yeah.
1: But for for an example, uh, if a uh, if a Vietnamese guy uh, he bought the same bike, it would probably be about
0: two hundred for him. Uh.
1: Yeah. I've spoken to a lot of guys, and they're like, "How much was that?" I'm like, "Yeah, three
0: They're like, "Ah." Oh. Foreigner. Foreigner yeah. price. For me, two hundred. And that's the thing we kinda of talked about earlier. Like no matter what, when you're the foreigner in these countries you're yeah, kinda of like you expect
1: it and it's yeah, fine. Yeah, you you're know? gonna get screwed a little bit. Yeah, but it's good. I mean it's all, it's kinda of, it's kind of the fun part, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of
0: like the price of admission. <laughs> the price of admission, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean the nice part is like, okay, so you get your prices are a little bit higher. But then when you kind of, and you, so it, there's a tendency to get kind of angry about it sometimes where you're like, oh no, I just got ripped off. But then you'd like take a step back and say, well, okay, I got ripped off for like a dollar fifty or something Yeah, it's like a it's a, a times for like, say, a cab ride or something like that. Exactly. Like, I guess a motorbike is more like $50, but you know. Yeah,
1: it's most likely a, a negligible amount. Yeah. Uh, you
0: rub off the next guy for 50 bucks though. <laughs> yeah. And a little bit along the way, when you're getting, I
1: mean, it's Southeast Asia, man. I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. fantastic and. Um, you embrace coming here because everything's yeah. so cheap, and if you pay right. a little extra for something, it's no problem. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, and so, for all kind of, oh, it's a wonderful place. I've been here for whatever six or seven months so far, so clearly, there's <laughs> something cool about it. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's beautiful. It's uh, yeah. the vibe. It's buzzing. It's uh, you know, the flavors and tastes and smells of Vietnam are fantastic. The food. Yeah. You know, it's also fresh. Yeah, you've
0: gotten a very in-depth kind of uh, look at Vietnam. You know, I guess the typical backpacker in Vietnam is doing the, you know, one-month tour, either north or south or south or north. But you've kind of you're taking the slow, the slow way around, which is really cool because. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, um, I mean, I've, I've been to Vietnam. It's my second time in Vietnam. Mm, so yeah. I, I came here in two thousand and eleven for three weeks on a on a break in between work, but it yeah. just wasn't enough. Yeah. I didn't get to see what I wanted, and uh, back home where I live, I live in a, a suburb that uh, has. Many Vietnamese um, people who migrated oh. uh, after seventy five. So um, yeah, so I ate I I a lot of Vietnamese food at home, and became interested in the culture. And I've got a few friends also that are Vietnamese back home. So I, I yeah naturally had to come back and spend a lot of time here.
0: Oh, so this was kind of like inspired by you know you had a fascination with the Vietnamese culture from yeah back definitely home
1: in, in Melbourne. Yeah, my friends and uh, <laughs> and the food, and I'm surrounded by local markets. There's actually yeah. a, a little Saigon market right near my house. Oh, nice. So uh, I'm halfway through the country now. Probably not even halfway through, and I've already been here for almost three months. So yeah, that's that's a, an idea of how tra- slow I'm traveling this time around.
0: Well, that's, I think there's something to say for that because a lot of times you know yeah you can rush through and see the things in a country, but you know what you're doing is more so you're experiencing a yeah. place and a culture and yeah, um, I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's more about, Yeah, it's more about experiencing it and
1: uh, definitely taking the time to think about it and and learn learn about the culture, learn yeah. about the food. Uh, learn about the things that you're seeing instead of just looking at them as a, as a pretty sight, you know.
0: Yeah, and I noticed you actually speak a, a decent amount of Vietnamese. Um, you're communicating. Uh, I can speak a very little amount. I can just say hello, thank you, and like count to, I guess count to 99, which is nice. Yeah, that's uh, cool. And cheers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, but you were speaking a little, bit, a little bit next level of that, I'd say. Yeah, I've been learning. <laughs>
1: I mean, I think being in a place for so long, um, it's... It's a little bit arrogant not not to yeah. learn um, at least the the fundamentals right. of, of the language. And uh, I mean, I've come a long way in the three months I've been here. I took a few lessons in Saigon and actively learning um, every other day on YouTube and uh, with a, with a book like Lonely Planet uh, Phrase book. Oh, awesome. and. Uh, I think you have to, you know, and yeah. it, it, gets you, it gets you further than the average tourist as well. Yes. You get to experience a lot more things if you're able wow. to speak a little. Uh, particularly in Vietnamese language, you have to pronounce it properly. Yeah, you have to get the right tone. That's yeah. the challenging part, right? If you you don't up get the or, or right. flat or down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If right. you don't get the right tone. we're not tone. used to in English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you could be saying something totally different. Like, I'm pretty sure I've asked just about every mechanical along the way until I figured out exactly how to say it. Uh, I'm pretty sure I was saying them instead of "Can you change my oil on my motorbike?" Can you please milk my motorbike? <laughs> <you really>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. When did you figure that out? Uh, only like two weeks ago. Oh, no. Yeah, I was talking to a local. And so, what did they react? Did they just figure they just, out what you meant? They just or? look at me and then they just they, they, they just turn to their buddies and they just laugh at me. They're like, "What and is And I'm this? just like, "But, but I, I thought I said that right." And then I was speaking to a local and uh, sitting there having dinner and beers with him and. Uh, he asked me about my bike, and I said, "Oh, yeah, you know, I do this. I change the oil." And he's like, oh, hi, how you say it?" So I, I told him, and he's like, "Yeah, that means milk. Uh, it's the same word for fix, um, and 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 milk, but with a different tone." Right, right.
0: Yeah, yeah that's the that is what the thing that's so difficult, you know, is it's yeah, yeah. In English, is the tone is just you express your emotion with the tone. So you'll go up or down or whatever, depending on what you want to express. But yeah, actually the word is yeah. The word itself is different if you go up or down. And Indeed. They won't is. know what you're talking about. if you, <laughs> uh-huh. You're saying a completely different word.
1: Yeah. So it, it has its difficulties, but it's also really challenging and, yeah. and really exciting um, yeah. to be able to learn that along the way. Yeah.
0: And I think that's, that's a good thing. You know, it's as native English speakers, it's very easy to travel the world. You know, it you is. can go around most places and people can understand you. Um, so it becomes this really... Uh, easy convenient thing to not learn so much of local languages but I think it is uh, an important thing to do at least try to learn the basics you know yeah um so, so for me I usually learn you know like I was saying I learned hello and thank you yeah I mean cheers. as long as you say hello
1: <laughs> goodbye it, it puts yeah. a, you know thank you please it puts a smile on people's it does faces s- something yeah and it shows that you you know you're a little more interested in in uh in being in their country and yeah it yeah. gets like I, I got to sit and drink moonshine and eat mangoes with uh with this family for a few hours that I, I would never be able to do if I didn't stop right. by and say hi, how are you going, uh, in Vietnamese, and and they invited me in for a few hours yeah. and that was great. So
0: it's I those experiences which which get you places. And you're learning mostly just from talking to um, locals you're meeting, or you said YouTube as well. So yeah, you, yeah, YouTube. There's plenty of tutorials on YouTube. Yeah, I never even thought about that, but that's yeah. that's uh, I been have to try that actually yeah. as a research. Just go on YouTube and like have basics in Vietnamese, or when I move on to Thailand again, I learn some more oh, Thai, totally. yeah. you know.
1: The Vietnamese, uh, it's, her name is, uh, the channel is Vietnamese with Annie, I believe.
0: That's a good one. Vietnamese yeah. with Annie. Okay. Vietnamese with Annie,
1: yeah, she's really cool. She's really pleasant and, and happy and uh, funny, and she's really cool. She speaks great English, and explains each each of her videos well. Yeah, so explains I, I it from like from the there. really
0: dumb level, so people like me can get it. <laughs> from the beginning, yeah, hello, yeah.
1: goodbye, right up into the more complicated That's things, cool, I'm going to have to in-depth check In-depth conversation. But she's cool, and uh, I've been right through her videos, and oh. it's definitely helped, and yeah. just trying to speak Vietnamese uh, everywhere, everything you do, instead of yeah. um, ordering dinner or asking directions in English, it's just much easier to do it in Vietnamese. Yeah, yeah,
0: I mean, and it's also some things, you know, so I, my Vietnamese is very limited, and I've, I find there's, um, you know, some things I, I find difficulty finding the right words because you know English isn't perfect, and it sh- as it shouldn't be, it's not people's first language here, so <laughs> no. who am I to expect people to know to speak English? So, yeah. and if you can speak some Vietnamese, or whatever local language is wherever you are, that goes a very, very long way. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you yeah. also get some cheaper prices too. Yeah, you can I, negotiate. I, actually, I do negotiate, and uh, as <laughs> yeah. I know how to count to like ninety nine, basically, so I can negotiate prices. Yeah, you can negotiate. Yeah. <laughs> and I was speaking to a lady the other day, and I, I had a bus somewhere, and uh,
1: you know, I said how much, and she said, well, for you because you've been speaking Vietnamese with me, four hundred. Oh, you Any get, other get the foreign so five hundred. <laughs> so you get around yeah. the, uh,
0: the the foreigner tax that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I, I I was happy with that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you're gonna, I guess, um, be putting your Vietnamese on hold t- temporarily, right? So you made your way halfway through the country, learned a fair amount of language, but now, for a really cool reason though, you'll be making a trip with your dad.
1: Yeah, right? that's right, yeah. yeah. My uh, my father's coming over here from Australia. He had a few days off work, uh, yeah. so we're actually... Yeah, I'm, look, I'm, I'm leaving my bike in Hoi An uh, with a friend for a couple of weeks, All which right. is really... Are you living
0: in here? Um, uh, Okay. Uh
1: yeah, no, yeah. I'm leaving it in at a friend's house. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. In Hoi An, uh, that's very kind of her. Taking a bus down to Saigon. Twenty-hour uh, bus. which should be fun. I haven't had a bus that long. But, yeah. <laughs> I got a good book to read, so that's fine. Yeah, meeting my dad, and we're
0: gonna take get a some trip. podcasts to listen to. Get some, yeah, exactly. <laughs> listen to the Walking the Earth podcast on your way down. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm gonna have
1: some good, some good easy, easy listening on the way down. Yeah, Meet my actually, dad, podcasts yeah. are a good
0: thing to listen to on those long bus oh, rides, totally. for sure. A good way to learn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, TED Talks, all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, all those things. Yeah, yeah.
1: and then we're gonna take a quick trip to uh, Cambodia just for ten days. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be definitely out of my my element because uh, I'm used to being able to speak a little and right. uh, got going into a, a country now where I don't know anything that's going to be different. for. You.
0: Yeah, you have to start from like square one again. Start from
1: square one, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've done it all around the world before and right. not learning a single word. But um, I think the more you travel, the more you uh, understand the importance and value oh, yeah. of, of at least saying a few words.
0: Yeah, no, it's, um, I, I didn't know exactly what feeling was there. I remember well, the first time I was in India for 4 months mm-hmm. and I knew like, I didn't, I never knew a deep amount of Hindi or anything but I knew like, a few phrases I could say uh-huh. hey how are you doing I could you know a few here and a few little weird phrases too but then landed in Thailand and I was like all right starting over I know nothing now <laughs> studying it so um, yeah it's I like, I feel like once you start learning languages, Uh, even just the basics, you kind of know how to do it more a lot as you, uh, yeah, you train
1: the brain, Yeah, yeah. you train the brain, which is, uh, it's been really refreshing for me, you know, because, you know, coming from Australia where, uh, you know, you're not really, and having just, you know, your buddies and stuff to talk to you, you're not actively, uh, you know, seeking to learn new languages, um, you know, apart from in school, of course, but it's really refreshing to be able to train the brain into learning these things again as an adult yeah yeah, yeah. For me. I, yeah. I, I
0: would say you're gonna have no problem just picking up at least the basics of Khmer when you're in Cambodia yeah um, it was actually coming from like say Thailand and Lao and Cambodia that was not so hard just because there were similarities between the languages so yeah. you once I yeah, knew a little bit of Thai you could like you, some of it translated and some of the words were similar so um, so, that, you'll have that in your pocket, actually, so you learn some Khmer, then when you make your way through Thailand, or I think you've already been to Thailand. Uh, or, yeah, a few years ago, yeah. Oh, if you know a little bit of Thai, some of it's similar. In, in oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you'll hear someone say, like, oh, okay, that's easy. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's really cool, though, that you know you get to go on like a, a little bit a trip with your dad around these parts. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's
1: something that I never thought would happen. And uh, yeah, luckily, he's got some time off work, so he's coming yeah. to meet me over here, and. I mean, that's the, the beauty of travel. I mean, it, it not only opens up doors for yourself, but it opens up new doors for friends and family, Yeah. Uh, creates opportunities for them. Like my friend, uh, he came to ride, uh, ride a motorbike around South Vietnam with me uh, just for a week. I mean, he had one week off work and, and that was it. Um, but he was never, he's not the kind of guy to travel, you know, and he wasn't inclined to, to ever do it, but he actually rides motorbikes at home. Oh. And I said as a joke, I'm like, just on Facebook, I'm like, dude, come over, come over and ride. And he's like... Okay.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And I wrote back. Oh, yeah, Challenge accepted. Whatever, man. He's like,
1: no, I'm serious. He's like, just give me like a day, and I'm just gonna cross. Uh, just gonna cross check with the girlfriend, you know. Oh, that's and, awesome. And uh, I'll get back to you. And then a day later, he sent me the ticket. He's like, okay, I'll be there on Saturday. That's amazing. And he's like, sweet. So we came here. Uh, came to Saigon. We bought a bike instantly for him. Uh, rode around South Vietnam for a week. Came back to Saigon. Sold it three hours before he had to leave. Got on a taxi got to the airport and went home. Were
0: you able to sell it that easily?
1: Oh, yeah. You can buy a motorbike in, in 10 minutes. That's you can amazing. can sell it in 10 minutes. Maybe I
0: really ought to do something like this. It's so
1: easy. Yeah. And it's not like back home or in, yeah. in Western, probably in, in the States or in right, Australia where right. you've got to pay registrations. Yeah. Go through all the process of insurance and putting in your in your name and everything. I mean, to be honest, uh, foreigners riding uh, motorbikes or scooters in Vietnam is they have changed the laws over the, the past few years. Really? Yeah, I think, I think maybe two or three three years ago, perhaps, I'm not really sure, but they have changed the laws where it is actually not legal. um, Unless you have- As a
0: foreigner? As a foreigner. Uh, Unless you have like international- Yeah,
1: international and um, yeah, yeah, I'm not quite sure of the procedures, but you you can actually get uh, a Vietnamese license. Interesting. um, If you meet the right people. So so it's one of those
0: things where it's illegal, but they let it happen.
1: But that just let it happen. I mean you can hire yeah. a scooter right. every second shop. Yeah, exactly.
0: Because I've rented out motorbikes in Saigon myself. And you hear all the time people are buying the motorbikes yeah. and doing this. I
1: mean the downside to it is that the law is always
0: gray area, in these it's big a gray area. and it's a grey And It's also a grey
1: area with your travel insurance.
0: Uh, um, oh so if something happens then. Yeah, they quite
1: often you have to read the the fine, the fine line print. And yeah. the, the fine print, yeah. And it, it'll say um, excludes riding motorbikes in Vietnam. I came across a few oh, of those. Oh, specifically in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw oh, that. Oh wow. Yeah. It's because the traffic's kinda crazy and the traffic's mental but it's it it's somehow there's a method to its madness and
0: right it's well it is in a weird way it kind of works when you're in it it works yeah. but, uh, no, but uh, it's all- <laughs> it also doesn't work right yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. like good things happen and uh and bad things
1: happen And it's very very dangerous but you just got to be really careful but, uh, yeah, so it, it's
0: not actually legal but right. um, you can
1: just pick up a bike and it's yours you know
0: <laughs> so if um is there any danger or are do you, are there stories that you know of where like say police pull over foreigners that have bikes and say, hey, you're not allowed to do this and actually try to shake them down for money and something.
1: Yeah. I mean, I did my fair share of research uh, online uh, before I came deciding whether or not to do it. And after many hours on forums and things, some people were totally against it. Some people Mm. said, well, it's not legal, so you shouldn't do it. Fair enough. (laughs) Some people said, well, yeah, it's not legal, but you should do it because it's fun and you can. Right. So uh, I was a bit skeptical when I, when I got to the country and once I saw the, the craziness of the traffic, I must say, especially in Saigon, I must say I was a little turned off and I kind of decided just to take public transport, take the bus for a little while until I found a more safer place to ride perhaps in Dalat, uh, around the right. central highlands or something. But uh, then I just started speaking to a guy who, who had just, brought, uh, just ridden in from Hanoi after a month trip. And he said it was the best thing he ever did. So yeah. I brought that motorbike off him that day. So Oh, well, that, that worked out. It then. worked out. And the next day I, was just, I, just went to, I just went down to the garage in the hostel where I was staying. And I looked at it and I said, oh my God, I've got a motorbike now. What yeah. do I do? <laughs> and I, actually I had, I had only ridden motorbikes around paddocks at home. So I wasn't very familiar with riding on the road. Um, of course, I'm, I know how to drive a car. So I yeah. know the basic skills. So I, I literally I, I walked it across to a motorbike dealership. Uh, who rented them out, and I said, "Dude, can you teach me how to ride it?" Paid him ten dollars. Is it a he, manual? It's a manual. Oh, okay, so you need Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a Honda Win. I mean, they're um, they're like a dime a dozen in right. Vietnam. Um, it's not an actual real Honda. Uh, a real Honda's Japanese. These are Chinese remakes. But uh, then it's just slap it. It's a there. fake Honda. It's a fake Honda. They, they, <laughs> they slap the Honda stickers on there. He uh, he taught me how to ride this thing, and uh, you know, <laughs> I went around the block for a couple of days until I was familiar with the traffic and the flow of. Of how Vietnamese ride, uh, which is something you'll never fully grasp anyway. Right. It's uh, <laughs> right. you've got to be alert all times. Uh and then, I, and then I was ready to go. I took off, and I've never looked back. And yeah, it's really dangerous, but it's also the most exciting thing I've ever done, and yeah. uh, I would never regret doing that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm. The more I kind of think about it, the more I'm very struck with considering doing something like it. Yeah. I've, if nothing else, I'm considering doing at least a shorter trip, where I would ride from, say, here. To Hue, which uh-huh. isn't so far, definitely. Um, and I've heard there's, and you can even, like, get a local to kind of go with you and show you around the cool stuff along the way and stuff, uh, which would be an interesting kind of experience, but there's part of me that's thinking, ah, maybe may just go all out, you know, get, yeah. buy a bike and, and ride it up there, or maybe, it, like you were saying, once I hit Hanoi, do that and kind of do the mountains. Yeah, do the Saabaluk, it's, uh, yeah. it's going to be sensational. Because yeah. I've got a um, pretty, I've got a three-month uh, visa as well, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of a, a month into. Um, I've been moving, I stayed in Saigon for a few weeks. I was actually considering moving there at some point, but then I opted, uh, that's not the place. Uh, but um, I've been moving quickly, relatively quickly, because I'm kind of keeping the pace with other people I've met along the way. Yeah, the, yeah that thing. you do that, yeah. But, um, you know, once say we get to Hanoi, um, you know, a lot of people have that have the one month visa they're going to get out but hey i can stay maybe i'll just go and uh, a little adventure so totally uh, the more i talk to people who've done this thing the more yeah. i'm like
1: thinking yeah well if you're if you're there when i'm there let's do it yeah we'll go man. Together. We'll yeah fight. you're
0: gonna be back in um i'll what? be back in a few in a couple of weeks like yeah. uh mid mid to late august i'll be back you know what that would be cool is that you know i was thinking the one thing that's holding me back more than anything is i need like a partner in crime yeah to do it because i you know and I, I have no problem with doing things so i've been doing it you know on yeah, it'll be nice to have some company. Now. Yeah, but yeah. It's, a p- it's
1: good to ride with people and uh, it's also it's, it's great to ride alone as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I like them both. And, um, They're
0: both it's, good experiences in the run. Yeah, like sometimes
1: yeah. along the way I got really lonely so there's a company called Easy Rider Yeah, the, yeah. That's, I, in I, Vietnam, yeah. Where the people sit on the back and the the tourists, uh, the, yeah. so the, the tour guides, I take them around to the, the cool spots and it's a really cozy uh, couch kind of uh, on the back of a motorbike, right. it's really nice. Yeah, it well, the thing I was thinking about doing. I was following follow them. I see them on the road, and yeah. I say,
0: it's right up next to them, hey, is it
1: okay if I follow you? Yeah, yeah just come sure. along.
0: Just, just <laughs> come along, just follow them. Well, that was the kind of thing I was considering doing from here to Hawaii, but, like, where I have my own bike. So I'll be with, like, a person, but the stuff doing it. I'm, mm-hmm. I like driving them, physically driving the bike. Good so fun, yeah. I don't want to just sit in the back. I want to actually yeah. be driving the bike. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, if you're... If you're back in what ten days or something, uh, I should still be in Vietnam. So. Yeah, we be
1: here back in a few weeks, man. Yeah, so hit me up,
0: and I would be, I would definitely be down. I will for, be, uh,
1: I will be heading north. Uh, sweet. I'll pick up my bike again uh, after the short uh, detour uh, to see my dad, and I'll be heading north again. All right. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be great. It's Working gonna be good it out leg. live on air. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. Oh, that's that's cool. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you should have a pretty good time. Um, in the meanwhile too, with like your dad. I mean, I'm super jealous that of Aussies, you get to. Um, it's so close for you, so you just Southeast get a, Asia, yeah, so easy to get uh, a flight out to Southeast Asia, and uh, so you, like your friend and not your dad can just come out and boom meet you here. Yeah, and, it's really you know, Exploring I with mean, you.
1: Yeah, it's we're very close to say I suppose, and closer if you're living in the north. Uh, I'm myself, I'm from Melbourne, and yeah. yeah, I managed to pick up a really cheap ticket over here, one way to Saigon, two hundred and fifty-four dollars. Which was fantastic. Oh, my God. I I bet you more of my
0: friends would come uh, out (laughs) here if they had that kind of a price tag to get here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's really cool, though. Now, when your dad's coming out to meet you, is he going to be down for you know, the backpacking style of travel, Not unplanned. So nice. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so you so have to enough. compromise
1: a little bit on that. Yeah. He's a bit of a glam packer, so he uh, <laughs> he needs a little more uh, a little more comfort than I right, do. Right, right. Um, so is it all planned out already? It's, I've, I've got an idea of what we're doing. I just need to book some things. Uh, so for instance, the, the, the bus into Cambodia, mm. um, there is a $14 option, but we'll be taking the mere, it's, it's a mere $8, uh, $10 more for right. tw- 20, the luxury option
0: for yeah. $24. Mm. And it's luxury, and it's what dad needs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, like, <laughs> when you're backpacking, $10 actually is a lot of money. It goes a long way. I that's suppose, like five meals yeah. or something, you know? Well, yeah, I suppose I, if you think about it. Um, but, you know, then when you think about it from the bigger picture, okay, well, it's $10. Yeah. So, but know, also sometimes it's it nice makes that to, happy. Um, <laughs>
1: to enjoy and um, yeah, well, a maybe bit take the, comf- the comfortable ride. Pamper young yourself,
0: young and... it, splurge <laughs> on the extra $10. Yeah, treat yourself a little bit. Treat yourself a little bit. <laughs> I've
1: done it with, with plenty of... Uh, you know, plenty of a couple of hotels. I Pay a little mm-hmm. more when I just need, yeah. you know, I need a nice bath or something, or yeah, <laughs> yeah we are a good hot shower. You well, know. I mean,
0: even you know, right Treat now, myself, yeah. uh, you know, I could be staying right now, say in a hostel or for a few bucks cheaper, but I decided to opt for place uh, this place. So I have my own private room, but so paying like was ten or twelve dollars a night right yeah, now. Yeah, and we're staying yeah. with the family, so you get that experience. For, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. They made
1: us dinner the other night. They made me breakfast and lunch today. Like you get to hang out with them, and uh, they they offer you. Yeah, we were babysitting the. we we're, <laughs> yeah, were babysitting. Yeah, we were babysitting their kid for twenty minutes. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, just stick the iPhone in front of him, and hey, dude, you know, play some games. He was excited. Right. So <laughs> these are the kind of things also with homestays, particularly in Vietnam, where uh, when you're staying with the family, they're very open. Yeah, I to, found that to, to be and really
0: cool. They want to get to know you, and they're interested, and it's really fun. That, I think in Vietnam, uh, and I talked about this a little bit in the last episode, that the locals have been particularly friendly, and, you know, you, you say relative to the other parts of this region. And part of it's maybe me. Maybe my attitude, personal attitude is different now, where I'm kind of trying more to connect more with locals. But I think also something about Vietnam itself, like you know, I've stayed in guest houses all over the place, but in Vietnam is a place where when I'm in a guest house, I just feel like I'm, you know, yeah, I'm connecting with the people, you know, they're they're not just treating me like, uh, you know, I'm a customer. I am a customer, but at the same time you still are connecting, you know, you're like part of the family while you're, while you're there. And that's how I felt like all the different places I've stayed in Vietnam. Uh So it's, um, yeah, it's just like a very welcoming sort of, uh, place. (laughs) They took me, yeah, one of the girls
1: here, she took me out for dinner and coffee. Uh, her and some friends of hers. Yeah. Like, uh, we went out for coffee today. The family made me dinner and lunch and you know it's great oh, it's, so cool. it's so much fun and they don't expect anything you know like it's it's on the house and yeah yeah here's here's some beers drink up have a few drinks get drunk have fun it's great it's great yeah. to just,
0: you know interact and yeah, it's the make every, some new friends it's amazing actually so and uh so I'm coming from uh a lot which you were talking about just a few moments ago and so the place I was staying there it, you know I ended up just getting in like jam sessions on guitar with like the you know the dad of the house there. Yeah, yeah. And, then we, and then we were all just kind of doing shots of the rice wine, playing guitar together. And it was it's just this something like. Something
1: happening every day. It's just a, And then
0: their friends came over. And like, it was just a super cool experience. We we're all just hanging out, playing guitar, having some drinks together. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, it's been a very wonderful, welcoming uh, country in many different ways, I'd say.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Um, and you've had actually, um, you know, my experiences in, I mean, it's like gone a lot now here, but you've seen a whole bunch in between.
1: Yeah, you get to see the in between. That's you get a lot of freedom when you uh, when you're riding the bike. Yeah. Uh, freedom that you, you wouldn't have if you're catching a train or something because or, or a bus, which is the most common right. way to get through. That's it. all I've been going so far. Um, but, yeah, uh, you get to stop in those little places along the way and uh, and m- meet people like this that we're talking about. Um, you know, just in in cafes and yeah. You know. Instant Facebook friends. All, right. all the time. Yeah, I
0: get Facebook friended requests before I even meet people a lot of the time, actually. Yeah. I was, like, just let me in the city or something. Yeah, many.
1: They love Facebook. Events, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> many new Facebook friends. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and you get to stop and see the culture and, and learn about that um, with the people you meet. And sometimes you might stop somewhere for lunch and you decide to stay for two nights um, because of people you meet. And
0: it's, it's really cool. And, wow. Yeah. The more I hear about it, the more I want. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm getting keen to get a motorbike and do this like, kind of experience. <laughs> yeah. <So laughs> yeah, I met this to so have these opportunities, you know.
1: Yeah, I met. I was I went to um, on the coast. It was it's called uh, Huiyuan, and oh, was, it's beautiful. I was so
0: almost gonna go there. Um, I I was inches from going there. I, yeah, it's off like the tourist trail. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was why I wanted to go actually. It's not like
1: now trying or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I only saw two other uh, foreigners there, so it was it was really nice, and that the, the beach is... Gorgeous and and clean and and the locals are friendly. It's a nice little town and I was swimming out in the water, and uh, a lot of the a lot of Vietnamese people I've noticed they're they're wearing life jackets when when they're swimming. Oh yeah. And uh, so this one lady, she was struggling to swim and I I sort of went up to her and I was like, no, just try like this and it's gonna be much easier for for you. Right. Anyway. Use your arms. (laughs) Yeah yeah yeah. So we got talking a little bit and next thing you know we got out dried up, went back for coffee at her place with her family her father. you know and her mother and husband and daughters and sons and i was there for a few hours and um yeah next day we caught up for more
0: coffee it's just it just happens awesome. stuff just happens like that you know it's fantastic yeah so i was um i kind of went from delatz to natron which is kind of the if you're on my bus you have to kind of go through there and then i was like okay from natron i want to go to winyan um but the way like because i was going to be a bus and not driving my motorbike like the bus schedule was okay, well, there's a bus from the Trang uh, to here, to Hoi An, then you can get off in Winyan. But well, that leaves at 7 p.m., gets here at, at Hoi An at 6 a.m. If I want to get off at Winyan, though, that would mean just hop off at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, I didn't know how I felt about this proposition of hopping off in a place that I knew was not, didn't have a big tourist infrastructure, people don't speak a lot of English, and they also go to bed probably not at, a lot earlier than 2 a.m., yeah. you know, hopping off in this kind of city at 2 a.m. And I... Uh, you know, it's the kind of thing where man, if I was doing it via, via motorbike, I would have been able to kind of more yeah, easily it's really do nice. that. So
1: you can plan out your route and, uh, and just head out. wherever you like. Uh, so I missed out. <laughs> also, taking I mean, taking the roads off the freeways. Like the the key is to stay off uh, Highway 1, uh, first and foremost. It's, uh, it's quite a dangerous road. Is uh, it lots of trucks and buses? Um, I mean, there are really beautiful stretches of it, and also you have to uh, do. Uh, Highway 1 to an extent to reach certain places, of course, but uh, I usually opt inland and cutting in and out of the coast um, Depending on how I'm feeling if I feel like some inland or some some beach life Uh, but the Ho Chi Minh Road is is fantastic and less less built up and uh, less trucks less buses and um, It's definitely off off the tourist run when all the buses are mainly going up Highway 1
0: Yeah, yeah, and this is the um I guess the disadvantage of go going by bus. There's a lot of disadvantages I go going by bus in this country. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's okay. They're they're very comfortable. Yeah, they're comfortable. Uh, they and get the, you and there cheap. I mean a bus from yes.
1: Hoi An to uh, Saigon is $20, 25 dollars. Yeah. So. Oh, it's
0: not it's not a bad thing. it's yeah. it's, it's really nice that you have buses, like, night buses, like, get you from, like, I feel like hopping around city to city, for example, in the United States, is not nearly as easy as it is in Southeast Asia. No,
1: no, 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 yeah. Anything can happen in Vietnam very easily. Yeah,
0: it's like, if I want (laughs) to go, I, I can't, like, maybe there is, I just don't know about it, but like, I don't know of an easy way to like, say, find a night bus to go from Baltimore to like Boston or something, you know? Um, But here it's like pretty much anywhere in Southeast Asia that I'm trying to go, I can just find a train or bus. It's so easy. It's an easy country to travel. It's so, which is one of the mind blowing things is it's, it's so much easier to travel out here sometimes than it is um, back home.
1: I mean, if you don't want to walk one kilometer back to your home, Sure enough there's a a um, uh, motorbike taxi who's yeah. going to stop and say dude you want yes. to lift? you can we bother jump on give him 20000
0: it's uh, so, done <laughs> you know, it's so there's easy there's taxis
1: everywhere i mean you are never short you are never
0: short of hailing a cab because yeah you're always going to find one and when i'm home like you like need to have a vehicle in the us almost to get around and it's here it's like it's so easy to get around without a vehicle yeah. like i've been doing it now for a year almost and it's like never had a problem now that said they are it is super convenient and easy but it does make, I now think about it and I'm like, oh man, I do kind of like the freedom of having a motorbike though. Uh, so Yeah, um, and you,
1: it, t- you take, little, my favorite thing to do is uh, just take some random side roads and yeah. like, like a, that head into like farms and, and rice paddies and things like that. Um, from what I see, they don't look like pri- uh, private property, so I, I just bet on that and I just ride up there and <laughs> see what I can find. <laughs> and you just get the most picturesque uh, scenery over there, you know, and, and things you wouldn't see when you're sticking to the main roads.
0: Brilliant. That's great. Well, I'm going to bring things to um, the wrap up. I have a question I, we ask each of our guests. Yeah. Um, and so just give us the first answer that comes, pops in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's got, say, a bucket list of things in their life. So in your life, what's any one thing that you'd like to do before you kick the bucket? Right. I think I'd like to travel Alaska. Alright. Um, I mean, yeah. it's,
1: it's quite accessible. It's not, it's not too far out of reach. Yeah. Um, so that'll happen one day. But I, I, from when I was a kid, I've always had this obsession with Alaska and polar bears and, and
0: igloos and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I see. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'd like to travel Alaska. Do you, you fancy a summertime Alaska or a wintertime Alaska trip? Winter cold. All right. So you're going to go all, all, all out. All out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's Firk, sweet. Fur
1: coats, Gore-Tex, whatever. Whatever I have to do, I'll, I'll wear it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I've not, I have not ever been to Alaska, but I think that, I've heard it's beautiful. Uh, actually, the most people I know, like Americans, have gone go in like the summertime, <laughs> mm. um, when you have a lot of daylight and it's warmer or a little bit. But I think there's something to say for doing it the hardcore. Well, yeah, maybe experience. maybe when
1: it's it's easiest to travel. It's maybe, definitely when it's easiest <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe the winter's not the best time. Maybe the spring or something.
0: It'll be an experience though it'll be an experience. if you go in the hardcore winter Alaska. Yeah, like,
1: that. I'm not sure. I haven't really looked into it to be honest, but uh, yeah, it's always been something that I wanted to do, and I'll make it there one day for sure. Um, and also uh, the the Laplands uh, in Norway. Okay.
0: Um, What's that? I don't think I'm familiar with it.
1: Uh, it's just like snowy region, okay. ice stuff. Similar, so kind, similar of, kind of thing. Similar kind of thing. Not
0: Antarctica? Uh, oh yeah, Antarctica as well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many things. <laughs> uh, one time a guest on the show reversed the question on me and asked well, what i like to do in my life. And so I said, oh, yeah. I want to visit all seven continents. So now I ended up like backing myself into, oh wait, now I have to go to Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Definitely. Um, yeah, well, thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, this is an awesome conversation. Um, So if folks want to find out more from you, they can find your blog, which is goforthfindmammoth.com. As in the woolly mammoth. The woolly mammoth. Um, It has many meanings. (laughs) Yeah. Goforthfindmammoth.com. You're also on Instagram, Instagram slash goforthfindmammoth. Facebook.com slash goforthfindmammoth. Uh, And on Twitter, you're you're at GFFMBlog. But I'll actually throw all those links um, when I post this episode. I'm going to have them on, um, on the posting itself. So folks who are listening, go to the posting on WTEPodcast.com. We'll have links to all the ways you can find Justin. Um, but, yeah, thanks again, man, for coming on the show. No worries, man. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, I am Mike Margulies signing off for now from Hoi An, Vietnam.